The following is a production of 10 Ply Media. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Couch Thoughts Podcast. From a couch, I'm Rocky Persinger. With me again, partner in crime, Brent Pickens. What's up, man? What's up, Rock? Oh, you know, just uh, we're taking a little break from Red Dead here to uh, bring you another podcast episode. Uh, it's been been kind of tough here recently. Oh, it's, it's been tough. I actually, I went to, a, I did a little work trip this week. Uh, I went down to, uh, to Charlotte, North Carolina, and uh, I seriously considered taking my PlayStation with me. Oh, you didn't take it with you? I did not take the PlayStation with me. Why the hell not? Well, I just, you know, I was I was on a business trip. I was with two other guys that were, you know, we were, we were doing business. We had a meeting all day, you know, but I don't know. I, I should have, in retrospect. So, yeah, I had I had three days without Red Dead there. See, I played it basically every night. Which is, so it's a miracle that me and Brent are almost in the same position. Yes. I mean, because I've just been staying up, you know, if I did, I didn't play for two days. So now I just had to stay up like every day for till like three in the morning to play. It's rough, man. I also took off work Friday to play. You took off Friday. Well, that's why you're with me. Not specifically to play Red Dead, but that's what ended up happening. So what was your intentions on Friday then? Well, my intentions were to play Red Dead, but you know I had uh, I was I was out of town Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So now I was like, well, I was already out of town for this amount of time. I might as well not go back to work now. So. But you didn't have anything to really take care of then. Well, I actually, <laughs> Pickens, it's going to be a smart ass about it. <laughs> I had to go to the DMV to get my license renewed. Huh. I also went to the county courthouse to uh, to apply for my concealed carry permit. Oh, okay. Right. So I did those two things. So you, you, you really did have a reason of taking off to get well, a little done. bit. Okay. Uh, yeah. You know, and then I had those done at 1030 and then I played Red Dead until like two in the morning. Hey, it's not your fault. I mean, you can get there. Sometimes it'll take six hours. Sometimes you'll be out in an hour. Yeah. I mean, I mean you, you never you, know. You can't be helped. You never know. So... But yeah, I got I, I, in and out of the DMV pretty quickly, actually. Yeah, so that's pretty I, good. We've done the things we hate about that before. Oh, uh, yeah. The DMV. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, which both of us turned 30 this year, so we had to go <laughs> renew our driver's license. Yeah, that was a that that's was fun nice. stuff. I only did mine about 10 days late. So, uh, well, you know, I mean, I, you got what, 30 days? Do you, ha- you have like 30 days, yeah, right? After? I think so. Well, I'm sitting there because I'm driving a company vehicle down to Charlotte, North Carolina. And then I realized, oh, wait, my license is expired. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think you have. I think it's 30 or 60 days. You got, you got at least at least 15 anyway, you know. Yeah. Uh, so uh, all was good there. But, you know, came back in town, watched Red Dead. Um, or played Red Dead. But, yeah, man, I don't know. The game has taken us over. It has. And without giving any spoilers away, I really hope... The story's not going the direction I think it's going. Which we're, you know, uh, we're not sure exactly how many chapters there are. I've heard there are six chapters and two epilogue chapters. Yeah. We're on chapter six. Yeah. Uh, both I'm, of us are on chapter six. Brent's a little ahead of me. Some things came to light. I just, I hope. Yeah, some, some crazy stuff, uh, you know, they're going a direction with this game that I didn't think they would go. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, do you do you want to do your review on conspiracy theory for before? Yeah, we... well, we're going to get in. We're going to get into oh. our. This is so uh, for for our friends who listen for any you know sports talk or anything like that. There's this none. is not going to be one of those episodes. <laughs> it is not. Uh, although I could talk about there were two good games in the Big Twelve yesterday. I wouldn't know. I didn't watch there. Well, you were playing Red Dead. I was actually. I watched. Uh, I watched some football last night. There was the uh, Texas Texas Tech game, which ended in like a. Uh, last minute uh, uh, throw from Sam Ellinger to little Jordan Humphrey again, which we talked about last week. And uh, so it ended up 41 34, I believe. And then the Oklahoma, Oklahoma state game was, you know, a crazy game 48 to 47. I believe the finish was and uh, Oklahoma state uh, scored a touchdown and were had 47 and uh, they went for two to win it instead of kicking the, the extra point. So, yeah, man, crazy stuff there. Crazy finishes in the Big 12. The guy fell on the wagon. I mean, the, 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 uh, the, a guy from Oklahoma, uh, one of the, I don't know if they're cheerleaders or what. But I, what I think they're just mascots kind of. But they have the uh, Sooner Schooner, and uh, the poor guy fell out of the Sooner Schooner. Oh. And they drug him for a while. But that kind of fits in, you know, the Sooner Schooner. Kind of fits in with the Red Dead Redemption. It does. It, you know, so... Um, covered wagon. You got I mean, the covered wagon, which you can steal a covered wagon in, in Red Dead and take it to a fence who will sell that covered wagon for you. Can. But before we get into that, you know, that'll be all the sports talk there is for this episode. So sorry, guys, if that's the kind of stuff you listen for. But uh, going to be a lot of video game. This is basically our full review for Red Dead Redemption 2 yeah. since we didn't get into it last week. Um so, uh, speaking of last week, though, that the top 20 PlayStation games list, uh, I'm a lot of, I watched a lot of videos online just to see, you know, what the general consensus was, and not, not many good. people are happy with it, yeah, <laughs> and a lot of people called out the games, like those six games that we called out last week, especially Rainbow Six. I saw a lot of Rainbow <laughs> Six hate, <Yeah. laughs> which I love because I hate Rainbow Six, yep, so, but... About two weeks ago, or three weeks ago now maybe, uh, Brent, we were talking about conspiracy theories. Oh, yeah. Which we are going to revisit that. We will that. be back. We will be, we will be back <laughs> with conspiracy theories. Uh, my, my cousin John gave us a few more yeah. to, to think about, uh, and that has not, uh, we've not swept that under the rug. We're just, uh, you know, we, we got a, a, you know, Red Dead's. Uh, Red kinda, Dead's life right now. Red Dead is life. But. We were talking about conspiracy theories, and on that episode, Brent asked if I had seen the movie Conspiracy Theory, um, which is a Mel Gibson movie uh, with Julia Roberts, which I don't know how... I I thought I had seen every Mel Gibson movie that was ever made, but uh, apparently not. Yeah, missed one. Yeah, there were were some period in the 90s there where, you know, it was quite... When he was starting to go insane... Yeah, you know, kind of like a little after Braveheart, maybe. Yeah. Um, you know, after he goes completely insane. But on this one, you kind of, I mean, you kind of see his craziness. Yeah, he is a, a legitimate crazy person in this movie. Yeah. Um, honestly, I'm not sure why Julia Roberts trusted him. This this is a problem. <laughs> so we're we're gonna give a little. <laughs> nobody cares. But we're gonna do a little review of the movie Conspiracy Theory. Here and I'm today. telling you, for anybody that hasn't seen it. Uh, uh, you really ought to check it out if, if, if you know, 
if you come across it, it it's it, it really is it's an an interesting movie. It, I thought it, it was a good movie. It give, I like how it gave a different twist on it and talk about the presidents that have been assassinated. And, right. Uh, they all had, you know, the 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 guy, the, the assassin, uh, you know, he had three three names. They, you know, they always announced the three names, and I thought yeah. that was kind of which, uh, you know, I had always uh, teased with uh, a friend of mine who who um, Brent doesn't know him, but he goes by three names. He's an older gentleman. Uh, he goes by three names, and we always tease him like, oh well, you know, the only people that go by three names have killed presidents. So what's <laughs> What's up with you? <laughs> uh, you know, but, um, but yeah, it always, uh, you know, they always do go by, by three names. Uh, which I mean, it, it has, it has some interesting little, little, uh, little facts in there yeah. about stuff. And, uh, but basically, so the plot of the movie is, uh, it starts out, Mel Gibson is a taxi cab driver, uh, in New York, I guess. Is it in New York? It's in DC. DC, that's right. Maybe he's in DC. I can't remember. New York, DC, somewhere. Pretty sure it's DC. Pretty sure it's DC. But um, so on the side, Mel Gibson, Mel Gibson's character writes a conspiracy theory pamphlet uh, where he, you know, he outlines, he looks, he researches in the paper, and he's always looking at conspiracy theories, and he he outlines all this stuff, and he writes like a, it's basically like a fan magazine. Uh, you know, the old, uh, for those of you who grew up in the eighties and nineties know about fan magazines. Uh, it was just, you know, if there wasn't a, you know, if it wasn't in Nintendo power or like PlayStation magazine, there were also these like fan made magazines, um, which now those are kind of like, um, those kind of blossomed into, to, um, to websites like IGN or, you know, whoever, you know, but before the internet, IGN would have basically been a fan magazine that they're sending out, kind of like Game Informer or yep. something, right? So he, he does one of these about conspiracy theories. And um, I do like, one thing I did like about this, the the opening scene of the movie, which it's been a while since Brent has seen it. It does. The opening scene of the movie, he's just driving his taxi cab around. And he's just talking about, like... 10,000 different conspiracy theories and all this stuff. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a really funny part cause he just brings up conspiracy theory after conspiracy theory. And then there's one part where he, uh, he's, he's talking and he turns around and realizes there's nobody in there with him. <laughs> so you just see how freaking crazy he is. Um, and then, so he, he gets done driving this cab and he ends up like stalking Julia, Julia Roberts's character. Oh. And this this is the part about this movie that was probably like maybe back in the nineties it was okay. Yeah. But now it's like he was a legitimate stalker. He was sitting outside in his cab mm-hmm. using binoculars to watch her. And then he sees she's running on the treadmill and he sees that she's singing a song. So he changes his radio station to the same song that she's singing in her apartment. Like, that's creepy as hell, man. And then he shows up at her work, and, like, he keeps bothering her, and he shows up at work with blood all over him at one point because he gets captured by these people uh, who apparently didn't like something he wrote in his magazine. Um, And so he's getting tortured, and then you find out that the person torturing him is none other than Patrick Stewart. Yep. 
uh, you know, the, uh, Professor X himself. Professor X. Uh, Patrick Stewart. Also, uh, you know, Captain John Luke Picard. Yep. In Star Trek. Um, but Patrick Stewart is tortured, and Patrick Stewart's the bad guy. Yeah. In this movie, which is uh, kind of unusual for him. It is. Yeah. Um, but anyway, you know, so he he kills like three of Patrick Stewart's guys, and then shows up at the police station, which, um, you know. Uh, Julia Roberts is like a detective or something, and he shows up with blood all over him and stuff. And he holds he holds up a, a, a he goes in the police station and he's got a gun to a cop's head. Yeah, and she just keeps on like, oh no, he's okay, yeah. blah blah blah. Um, and, and the movie just kind of goes from there. Basically, Patrick Stewart's the bad guy. Mel Gibson and Julia Roberts work together to take down Patrick Stewart. Which I will say later on, you find out Mel Gibson. He made a promise to Julia Roberts' dad yep. that he would keep her safe. Yeah, and you thought for a second that Mel Gibson had been ordered. You find out that Mel Gibson's like a secret government assassin, yeah. right? He used to be, and he he basically worked. Um, it was the uh, MK Ultra project, yeah. which is another conspiracy theory out there that uh, the government used certain methods to make normal people assassins. Um, and Mel Gibson was one of those people and he used to kill people for a living and Patrick Stewart sent him to kill Julie Roberts' dad and he didn't. He ended up making friends with him. See, for a while you didn't know he, and he didn't even know if he did or not. Yeah. He didn't know if he killed Julie Roberts' dad or somebody else did. Turns out Patrick Stewart did. Yep. You know, um, but it's just crazy because there's a point in the movie where she's working with. Uh, uh, Patrick Stewart has her belief that he killed him. Yep. That that uh, Mel Gibson killed him. So she's debating about turning. You know, she's playing the other side yep. of it, and you, you're not really sure what, what what's going to happen. Yeah. So there's a lot of back and forth, twists and turns, yep. crazy stuff. Um, it was it was just really cool, man. It was a really good movie as far as that goes. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, good movie. Definitely recommend it. Um, conspiracy theory. I, I watched the VHS copy. Yeah, that's right. I still have Old my, school son. I still have my VCR. Um, so yeah, good movie. You know, if I had to rate it, I'd probably give it a, uh, seven and a half to eight. I thought it was a good movie. Yeah. You know? See, and, and I think that that's a thing that's kind of uh, with the, like the older movies. That's what I love about them. Cause it seemed like the older movies, there was more movies like that. Yeah. There's twists and turns. There's, oh, shit, I didn't see that coming. You know, but uh, here's another movie for anybody that uh, probably hadn't watched it. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if you have or not. Primal Fear. Yep. I've was seen that Edward Fear. Norton. He plays, uh, I don't know, he, he 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 plays that so well. Yeah. And if you. and Edward if, Norton's a great actor. He, he is. He really is. And that's another one. There's twists and turns. And it, it, it twists and turns until the very end. Yeah. It's like, oh, shit, that actually happened, you know. So, you know, if anybody hadn't seen that one, you know, that's another great movie yeah. you, you ought to check out. There's a Richard lot of... Richard Gere is the, uh, the attorney. There's a lot of, like, movies in the 80s and 90s that people don't remember. Yeah. But they're really good movies. Oh, yeah. You know? uh, just, I, I, you know, so maybe we'll... That might be a thing here we try to do is take one of these older movies that Brent has on VHS <laughs> or I have on VHS... 
and try to review them, yeah. you know, and kind yeah, of put fun. a spotlight on them. So I like doing that stuff because there's a lot of these movies where, uh, you know, like, oh, have you seen this? No. Oh, well, you got to see it, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Uh, and Conspiracy Theory was one of those movies for me. Yep. So glad I got to see it. It's pretty cool. Mel Gibson movie that I hadn't seen. So, um, you know, before he went, oh, I haven't, I haven't seen Passion of the Christ either. Right? Yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah, I, don't, uh, I, don't I don't know about that shenanigans. Yeah, that's. I think that's when he went full blown. Crazy. That's when he went full like anti-Semitism, like hate, well, hate the Jews. And he directed that one, Apocalypto or something. Apocalypto. I people love that movie. I hate that movie, I, man. I, I, I didn't Did you watch see it. it? No. Oh, it's just it's just a a, a guy running through the jungle for like three hours. I just <laughs> I couldn't do it, man. I, I, maybe I can go back and give it another chance, but I, maybe I just don't really like his director movies. I like him in movies, yeah. but I don't know if I like him directing movies. So, but. Anyways, guys, Conspiracy Theory, check it out. And like I said, I checked it out on the VHS copy of the movie. Oh, yeah. Um, which, I still have my VCR hooked up to my old tube TV here. I love it. Um, VHS, that's what I want to talk about here for a little bit. Uh, VHS, to me, is one of the best ways to watch a movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I... You know, we, we always make the joke like, you pause it 10 years ago, you pull it back out. It's right where you left off 10 that, years ago, man. It's true. Uh, so, you know, it's good stuff. Uh, and there's there's a lot of movies out there on VHS that you can find that they didn't make DVDs of. Yeah. That they didn't. They're definitely not making Blu-rays of them. Right. They're like old forgotten movies. Um well, another movie I can recommend, and I, I doubt Pickens has seen this one heavily. This is a kid's movie. Uh-huh. I used to watch it when I was a kid all the time. And it's about this kid who goes into another dimension, and there's these kangaroo warriors, okay? Sounds insane. Stay with me. It's called Warriors of Virtue. And uh, it, it's... I loved that movie when I was a kid, right? <laughs> and I still, somewhere at my mom's house, I have it on VHS, okay? You know, and it's a kid's movie, so maybe if I watched it now, it'd be stupid. But I tried to look for it. I was like, oh, I'd like to see that movie again. I, there's no DVD copy of it. There's no Blu-ray. Because yep. it's a forgotten movie, yeah. you know? like, um, Which I don't know. Maybe if I went back and watched it today, maybe I would think it was stupid. But... I loved it when I was a kid, and I can I can remember my mom watching it with me and be like, "Oh, that's a really good movie." Yeah. Um, and I actually ended up uh, one year uh, I got I was obsessed with this movie, and one year I got invited to a birthday party. Uh, mutual friend of ours, Ryan Strain. You remember Ryan? <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, we love Strain, uh, but uh, you know this was this was in elementary school, and I roll it over there and I, I got him. I got him a VHS copy of Warriors of Virtue. I'm like, this is a badass damn movie. And he watched it and he liked it. But that's just a stupid memory I have. But my point is, there's a lot of these movies. And uh, take Star Wars, for example. Mm -hmm. The VHS copies of Star Wars that I have over here are the original versions of Star Wars that were released in the theater. That doesn't exist anymore on DVD or Blu-ray. They were never released on DVD or Blu-ray. The best quality uh, original Star Wars that you can get, the original versions, is on Laserdisc, 
which who the hell has a laser disc player? Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> and it's funny because I see laser discs sometimes at like record stores and yeah. stuff. Like people think they're records, but right. it's a laser disc. It's it's the actual movie. Uh, for people that don't know what a laser disc is, it's just a big CD basically and it's the size of an lp record yes and you have this big player like the you know this big it's like a vcr but you shove this disc in and uh i I don't know i don't think i we ever had one as a kid but i you know i I knew what it was you know uh laser disc but vhs you know i love my vhs's man well i love them and and i would talk about this last week but everybody I've talked to, I just bought it on DVD. It should be here sometime next week. Yep. And the Sockets, this Western movie. Yep. Which I haven't has, seen that it has, either. It has, Selleck, it has Tom Selleck in it. It has uh, uh, Sam Elliott. I'm not sure the other brother. I'm about to IMDB this right but now. But I grew up, this is one of my favorite Western movies probably of all time. I mean, it's, it's in my top five, easy. And nobody, like everybody I've talked to is like, have you ever seen this? And no one has. Yeah. So Sam Elliott, Tom Selleck. Who's the other brother? Uh, Jeff Osterhag. I don't know. Glenn Ford. Uh, just a lot of people. Yeah, they're, I mean, and like I said, it's like a three, three and a half hour movie. I guess, so technically... It's considered a miniseries. It's considered a TV miniseries. So. I don't understand because it's it's too... Well, it's probably like Lonesome Dove then, you know? It was like uh, a, you know, yeah. a, a miniseries, like an event. Uh, they don't have these anymore, but like on TV it was called an event, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but yeah, me and Pickens love the old westerns. Yeah, and I would love... Uh, heck, I mean, this past week I've been going through watching all the old Clint Eastwood ones. I watched McClintock last week. I mean, I don't know. Maybe with Red Dead out, it's kind of got me in the Wild West. We're in the Western movies. Western movies. But, uh, man, I I just love, I love those old Western movies. And I would love to see, I'd love to see him put some more movie, you know, Western movies out. Yeah. And even on video games. Because, really, you go back 15 years, to me, there's three Western games. It might move 20 years. There's Gun. Yeah. There's Red Dead Revolver. Redemption and Redemption Two. That's it, man. I I can't think of any other Wild West game that they've they've had. Yeah, I think you know they they don't make Western movies anymore. The last one I can think of is like Three Ten to Yuma. You remember well, the, the they did Magnificent Seven? Yeah, they remade Magnificent Seven. I didn't want you. But it's not bad. Denzel, I I saw it. Um, Denzel's, you know, he's always Denzel's always good. Right. Uh, Man on Fire. If you haven't seen Man on Fire, go watch that yep. one. That's a badass Denzel it, movie. It is. Uh, he tapes the guy's hands to a steering wheel and then asks him questions. And every time he lies to him, he chops a finger off. Yeah, he's, he's tough. He, he's pretty badass in that movie. Anyway, but well, yeah, Western. So, uh, Gun, which is you know a game we've talked about before, we love. Yeah. Red Dead Revolver, the same way. Not a lot of people knew about those games on the PlayStation Two. They didn't. Uh, and then PlayStation 3 comes out and Red Dead Redemption really hits. The only reason Red Dead Redemption really hit was because, um, you know, Grand Theft Auto hit. Right. And and it was a rock star game. Yeah. And so the name, the rock star name, it's kind of like Naughty Dog. Yeah. 
Yeah. If Naughty Dog comes out with a game, uh, it's going to be great. That's just, you know, that's how it is. Yeah. Uh, Rockstar's kind of the same way. I don't understand why these other companies aren't trying. They've seen how successful uh, uh, Grand Theft Auto was, or is, and Red Dead uh, Redemption was. Yeah, Red Dead, one of the best-selling games of all time now, you know. Yeah. I don't. I don't understand why these other companies like. Well, let's let's try to put a well, you know, a Western game out. Maybe they just see Red Dead and think, ah, that's just they did it too well. Maybe they think they can't compete with the Red Dead Redemption market. But I, I would love to see, and I know we'll get into this more. I would love to see them do the early years of the Western instead of toward the end. Right. Because if I'm playing a Western game, I don't want a semi-automatic pistol, like. Like I just it, it doesn't feel right. It, yeah, which so <laughs> I, I know I know nineteen eleven come out in the, I mean the year nineteen eleven, but like I, I don't know. Yeah, so I guess that kind of takes us into our Red Dead Redemption two review. Yeah, now, right. So I'd say so. Yeah, we're kind of that's that's a good of a good of a transition as we're going to get. So um, Red Dead Redemption 2. Obviously, we gave a little review last week that we yeah. thought the game was really good, stuff like that. But uh, I've I wrote down some talking points here, and we're just going to kind of go through them. Uh, so as Brent just mentioned, uh, the first talking point I have here is the story. Um, so, you know, the story kind of is... Uh, so Red Dead Redemption, the first one. I'll start there. Red Dead Redemption was a pretty simple story. Right? Yep. John Marston got betrayed by a gang of outlaws, left for dead, and, you know, they basically ends up working with the federal agents. Yep. Federal agents kidnap his wife and kid. Yep. Right? And then, um, you know, he hunts down his old gang to repay the federal agents. Uh, and then, at the end of the game, the... Uh, Big surprise, the federal agents betray him and he gets shot and killed at his uh at his at his residence. Yep. That's a pretty classic Western story. It is. Uh, you know, uh a revenge story. Yeah. And to me it's hard to get a better story than that. It is, man. And the, the ending sucked. Uh, I hated how they killed him. Yeah. I, I I hated it. And then you had to be Jack. Yeah, uh, his son. just like you taught me, Pa. Oh boy, it's just it's awful. But we love the game up until the the story point at the end. Yeah, right? yeah, because you put that movie on pedestal. It's it's yeah. number one, or that game on it is number one when it comes to Western games I played. Yep. Um. So we hear Red Dead Redemption Two is coming out, and it's going to be a prequel. So we're thinking it's going to be. Way back, because there's a mention in Red Dead Redemption 1 of uh, an incident at Blackwater. And yeah. this is supposedly where the gang betrayed John Marston, blah, blah, blah. Right? Um, so, Red Dead Redemption 2 comes out, and the story, in, in the first Red Dead Redemption, it was the Age of Outlaws has ended, yep. you know? Well, then they bring this out, and instead of taking us back, me and Brent have talked about this, yep. taking us back to a time where, okay, well, the Age of Outlaws ended in the first game, and you were an outlaw. Let's go back to the Age of Outlaws, and let's see it. Yeah, let's do the early years when the gang first started out, and you're, you know, 
you know, you're robbing bank. You, you, it's the early years, yeah. and it they so far you still have it's it's toward the end. It's toward the end. It, I, it's it's going toward, and even at the beginning of the game, you can kind of see. Uh, this isn't really a spoiler. This this game is kind of butting up against the first game. And we thought that it would go back like 20 years. It's supposed to be 10 years before the events of the original, but there's no way it can be. Because the kid's the same age. Jack Jack, Jack Marston is the same age he he was in the original game. Yeah. It, uh, don't, it, it, it don't make any sense. It can't be 10 years before. And I the way uh, the events of the first one, or Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. It don't make any sense because I didn't think Abigail and Jack were with John. Apparently they were. The she whole was time. trying to get him to give up that life and you know, you know, whatever. But they're with him the whole time. Yeah. So I'm like, what? Yeah. So uh, Dutch's gang in this one is kind of like a big traveling family. Yeah. You know, and they set up camp uh, at various places. Uh, you start out the game in the mountain. After the events of robbing a bank in Blackwater, yeah, and they're, they're they're constantly talking about Blackwater, and I'm like, we wanted what we wanted, and maybe this is just our problem because maybe we shouldn't have assumed this, but what we wanted is a prequel leading up with the gang leading up to this Blackwater event, yeah. But then what we got was this game still starts out after Blackwater. So I don't know, yeah, it, it, which we haven't finished the game yet. Full disclosure, we're, we're no, kind of close, no, but we haven't. But it, it's it's these little issues that I have. You know, uh, as a game, I, it's a good game. I don't have a problem with it, but I have a problem with how they're portraying John in this game. Yep, they're 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 portraying him like to be an idiot, and I don't know. I just I don't I don't like I don't like how how they've portrayed him as a game because it's almost like they're acting like Red Dead Redemption didn't happen. Well, it hasn't happened yet, but they're, they kind of disregard some stuff in the story there. Yeah, it, it yeah. don't... I don't know. It. So, it, fair warning here. Uh, you know, every news outlet has given this game a 10 out of 10. Uh, it's not going to be a 10 out of 10 for us. No. But... It just—it's going to sound like we hate this game, and we absolutely do not. We no, love this no, game. I love the game. It's probably one of the well, it's probably one of the most beautiful games you'll ever play. Yeah, the gameplay is great, but I just feel like on some of the stuff, they—they've tried to make it too realistic. Yeah, and the one aspect I thought they would get right was the story. Yeah, I thought that would be you know spot on, but it's almost like. Well, they were too more too worried about making it so realistic that they missed. Uh, they didn't really put that into the story. Yeah, and I I don't uh, think this is the same level of writing as you normally get from Rockstar, as far as the story goes. Because that the writing in the first Red Dead Redemption is amazing. Yep. You know, and and they kind of I don't know. A lot of the through the first like five chapters of the game, through the first four chapters of the game. There's not really a point to it. To me, it just feels like you're getting chased, and like you, you're just kind of running from place to place. Yeah, it, and you set up outside towns until they find you, and then you leave. Yeah, you know. Um, 
So I, I that that's kind of not as good for me. Um, because Red Dead Redemption, there was a point to the story. You were getting, you were killing all the old gang members to get revenge, and then and 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 also to save your wife and child. Right. You know, and that's just that's classic western right there. This, you know, I almost feel like, um, you know, so, uh, you know, Red Dead Redemption was kind of like a classic western inspired by Gun, the game that you know. Right. This one is a western that is inspired by Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah. You know, because the full disclosure, I did not enjoy Grand Theft Auto Five as much as a lot of people did. I didn't either. The three characters jumping back and forth, I didn't like them. I thought the I, story was stupid. The story was stupid. The and I was, I thought there was way too much. And I will say, I will get before I finish this. I will say, I will give uh, Rockstar a shout out because. Red Dead Redemption, they it, too. They proved they can put out a game, and they don't have to have all the all the cussing and you know all the. Uh, I mean, I, I don't I don't care to have a little bit cut, but but man, Grand Theft Auto Five was awful. Yeah, like it was just. But on this one, I will say for the West, it's been a pretty clean game. It's not bad. You can't even you can't even get a hooker and kill them in this game. Yeah, you know. So, because on, I felt like on Grand Theft Auto Five, they 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 put way too much into the strip clubs, and if you pick up a hooker, you can do all you know, have her you know, whatever, do all this other stuff. Yeah, and uh, I, I I was impressed with this one because they showed that you know they don't have to put that stuff in there for it to be a good game. Yeah, that's true. Because I mean, I I, I was really impressed with it. You know, with that aspect of it, but. I don't remember what, what I was going to go back to talk about. I don't know what you were I should have finished. Uh, you should have finished that point before you. But anyway, um, you know, my point of this is kind of more inspired by Grand Theft Auto Five. Grand Theft Auto Five tried to be a life simulator and also a Grand Theft Auto game. Yeah. You know, and it, it didn't really work for me. The only thing that really worked for me in Grand Theft Auto Five was Trevor because he's freaking insane. Yeah. Uh, and I, I actually like that and because, uh, I'm, I'm also on the campaign, bring Tommy Versetti back. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, from, uh, from, uh, Grand Theft Auto three and Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Oh yeah. Bring Tommy back. Um, Cause that was the best, that was the best character that you could have. I mean, that was your best character. Uh, I also liked the, whoever the guy was from San Andreas, but, uh, Versetti was the ultimate character. Versetti was. And then they have three characters in Grand Theft Auto Five that just I didn't, I, none I, didn't, of, I didn't care for either any of them. I didn't really? care for any of them. The only reason I like Trevor is because he's batshit crazy. Yeah, you know, and that that's what Grand Theft Auto is. Yeah, um, you know, so I don't. The, the closest one was the the white guy. What was his name in Grand Theft Auto Five? Oh, he was kind of the Tommy Versetti. Yeah, uh, he yeah, tried to be. Anyway. Yeah, he tried to be. But he was kind of a mix between Tommy Versetti and uh, the guy from Grand Theft Auto Four. Yeah, uh, you know. Uh, so oh, Nico, Nico Bellic. Um, but they they kind of tried to go that route. This feels like 
a Grand Theft, you know, it feels like Grand Theft Auto with a Western skin over it a lot of the time to me. Real quick, while you were talking about the Nico thing. Oh, boy. On Spider-Man, because, you know, that's that's a, a, I think it was Spider-Man. Yeah, 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 it was because in Sonic Games. Uh, anyway, on one of the missions, uh, the, the, uh, it's it's like a side mission. Mm-hmm. It's like you got to uh, eavesdrop on a conversation between a cousin, two cousins. Oh, and, and his name's Nico. Roman. Uh, you're Roman and, and uh, Nico. Yeah. So you, you, you crawl in and you look in there and they're planning for one of the heists. Yeah, so yeah. I, I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And that, that's another thing about Grand Theft Auto V. The heists were awesome. Yeah. I loved how you planned them. But then it also really made me mad that you would go and do it and then you didn't get any money for it. Yeah. Or if you, that, that one submarine thing you stole or something, you had to take it back. Yeah. So... That 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 was one of my problems with those, with that. But yeah, we'll get we'll get to the money part of, of Red Dead Redemption two here yep. here in a minute. But so the story, you know, you're in you're in Dutch's gang, Dutch Vanderlyn. You're in Dutch's gang. You start out in the snow because uh, you're running from the Blackwater job, and then you go down to a town, and you just kind of it kind of you just keep hopping from town to town. Uh, you do a job in that town. That the whole thing, they're you know. Dutch is trying to get where they can escape and just be left alone, but is he really? Because he's kind of crazy. Excuse me. So I, I don't know. Um, the story is the story is the weakest part of the game for me. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and and on uh, we haven't finished it yet, so maybe these last couple chapters will just be amazing, and we'll say, "Oh, the story is great." Um, I hope. But we'll probably come back in a couple weeks and do a spoiler review of the story. I think that's all I want to talk about the story right now. Yeah. Um, the next thing I have, the gameplay. Uh, so, you know, the horse riding is fine. The aiming is fine. The, the dead eyes is, is fine. The dead eyes back. It's, it's cool. Uh, you know, it slows down time. You can pick your targets. As you level dead eye up, you start it starts showing vital signs yeah. and stuff, which that I don't think it did that before. I don't think so. Um, which is pretty cool. Uh, the horseback riding, um, it, it's it, it's good. It's kind of like the first game. I like how your horse can get spooked and you know stuff like that. Yeah, the the bonding you have a certain bond with your horse. Yep. Uh, horses can die in this game, which is yeah, awesome. They can. Um, you know, they can be killed and then you have to go back to the stable and buy a new horse. And then when you, when your horse is killed, the bo- your bonding level, uh, is back to zero. Uh, and you unlock certain things as you bond with your horse. Like you can drift kind of with That's the horse. pretty cool with the sideways. Yeah, the sideways. Or you can, uh, you hold square and you can strafe. Yeah. Kind of, yeah, um, which is pretty cool. So the the horse riding is good. There's some things in there. The my problem with the gameplay is how slow you move. Yes. Um, you know, so you just the normal walking speed in this game. Nobody in their right mind walks that slow. There, the, nobody walks that slow, man. Oh. You feel like you're just trudging through molasses. You, you really do. And it, it kills me too, you know. It's it's either a, 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 that slow-ass walk or a full-out sprint. Yeah. And do you know how many times I busted through a door and they're like, what the hell? You know? Yeah, <laughs> so, you just, you, you're either walking or completely sprinting dead out. 
The other day, I tried to walk into the uh, sheriff's office in uh, a big town. It's called St. Denis. It's it's supposed to be New Orleans, basically. Yeah. Um, so, I tried to walk into the police station to get a bounty. <laughs> and uh, I was getting frustrated with how slow I was walking up to the door. So, I just tapped X, right? I tap X. My guy goes into a full-on sprint, crashes through the door... All the glass busts <laughs> out of the door. The sheriff goes, what the hell? And then I just go up and grab the bounty poster and walk out. You know, but it's just, it's either, there's two, there's two speeds. It's either walking slow, like you're, you're stepping in mud yep. or full out sprint. Yep. And man, I just, ugh. so that, that just nags me. Uh, but the rest of it, the horseback riding is awesome. Like I said, um, uh, your inventory, carrying stuff in your inventory is realistic. You store stuff on your horse. You can only carry so many weapons on you at one time, which uh, is awesome. Well, uh, I got a little grump with it. Oh boy. See now I thought, Oh, we're going to get through this one without shitting on it too much. Well, uh, here comes Pickens. Do you know how many times like it, it makes me mad and you're in the middle of a mission because sometimes you don't have your horse with you. You're doing this, and all you have is your pistols, and you don't have any. That's the only guns you have, and I never have the right gun equipped because it. It. it I don't know. See, but I I, I like this because you got to remember when you get off your horse to go do the mission, turn back around to your horse and get the gun. Get I, your gun. I know, but I miss. See, I feel like this is one of the things that they that this and the the whole kit hunting thing. To me, it's the same thing. See, now I Be- like the hunting. Uh, no, 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 I like the hunting, but the stupid ass, I don't know why you can't just put your pelts in, in your inventory rather than, oh, no, you have to put them on your horse. Oh, you killed a big, you killed a bear? Well, I got to roll this up. Uh, I'm going to put the pelt on your horse and you can only carry one. It, I don't know. Oh, boy. I just feel like they've went too, they tried to go too realistic with it. It, it, it and, kinda, then, you know. and then the quality of the you know, if you're hunting the quality of the hides you know if it's if it's if it's a three star and you, if you shoot it with anything other than a bow it, it'll it it's basically worthless I don't, I don't know yeah I, if you if you, that is one thing about the hunting if if you shoot anything anything with a gun it's it's going to be a crappy pelt if if you shoot it uh, with a bow and shoot it in the body. It's going to be a crappy pelt. Yeah. You have to get, you have to shoot it with a bow and a headshot. That includes uh, rabbits and stuff. How am I supposed to headshot a rabbit with a bow? Well, have you tried the? I haven't tried it yet. I or yet. I just crafted the small game arrow. Yeah, which you still got to hit a rabbit with a damn bow. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's kind of tough, but. Yeah, you know the bigger ones. I've I've just started lasso. I'll lasso them and then go and stab them. That's probably it. That's the only way that you you can get a perfect pelt to me. Which so that's what and that's aggravating because the bigger game. If you hunt them with your bow, you got to shoot them four times with the bow. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. But yeah, you know, and there's there's no skill tree in this game. Which I'm kind of missing the skill tree. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's no... Like, because I thought, 
okay, I skin this animal right now and I just get a, a good pelt. Right. Even though I headshotted it with an arrow and I skinned it, I get a good pelt. I'm thinking, oh, that's just because I'm crappy at skinning the animal. So later I'll unlock something that I'll have a skill that I'm better at, you know, skinning yep. animals. Eh, they just didn't go that route. They did not go that route. Uh, so, yeah, like Brent said, the only fi- the only consistent way I've found to get a perfect pelt is to chase down a deer, lasso it, <laughs> and then go up and stab it in the throat with yeah. your with your knife. I mean, that's maybe I'm just a shitty hunter on that game. I don't know. But... Uh, maybe we're just crappy at it. But I do like the fishing. The, the fishing fi- is really good. The fishing is good. Also, this is another gripe I have with oh, it. Oh, boy. <laughs> we, it sounds like we hate it, this It game. really does, but I, I love it. But anyway, one of the other things is when you go to, uh, when you're tracking an animal, why is it in slow motion? Yeah, it's the movement speed thing again, man. Well, it's almost like it's even slower because okay, you hit well, L3 yeah, and you R3. Hit L3 it, and R3, it, it goes yeah. into the thing. Then you got to hit R1. What's that do? That tracks the animal. Oh boy. Okay. So well, I hit it, but it doesn't change anything. Have you? So you've been tracking them in this sense the whole oh, time. Oh no, no, no! I'll hit it. I'll see where it's at. I'll track a little bit, and I'll go off of it, walk, and then and then and then hit it again. Well, you you hit when you hit R one, it and you go out of the tracking mode. Uh, it. It sh- highlights the path of where. No. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. You gotta. <laughs> well, I'd hit R one, but nothing pops up. So I was like, "Well, what the?" Heck? No, you you hit so, R one, and it says tracking, right? Uh huh. And then, so this is how hunting works. You go up, you get, you hit L three and R three. It enters into this like tracking mode. Uh-huh. I'm explaining for them. I'm not not for you right now. Um, but well, it, I, it, you're explaining to me because I didn't know you that oh, if you go out of it, it, it tracks it. So, you hit L3 and R3, and you can see these scent scent trails that lead to animals, right? So then, uh, they're white, okay? And you can focus on different ones. If you look around, it'll focus on different ones, and it'll turn blue, right? Mm -hmm. Then, if there's more than one. Then you hit R1, and it starts tracking that one, right, that you're looking at. And then you exit, you hit L3 and R3 again to exit it. And if you look on the ground, the tracks are highlighted on the ground. You that's can a game see changer it. right there. You can see. So maybe that's why Brent hated the hunting at the beginning of the game. Okay. Because uh, he, he's like, I just couldn't find the guys. Well, that's why I was following a highlighted path on the ground. Because I had, I had to keep going in and out of it. So I was like, this is stupid. Oh yeah. I, okay. Okay. Well, we're we're going to have to, after we shut this off, okay. we're going to have to do a little bit of hunting oh, on boy. the game. Well, guys, uh, I, I, apparently I don't know how to play the game. <laughs> well, there you go. So maybe some of this is just our stupidity. Uh, maybe. Um, but, okay, so we're going to talk about the camp now, which I'm on bullet point three out of 12. So we, we got to start, uh, we got to start rolling here. Oh, boy. I got, we got 15 minutes left. 20 minutes. Oh, boy. Okay. So. You said we'd be done. Um, we kind of talked about fishing and hunting. Uh, we talked about after Blackwater. We talked about John Marston. Okay, I'm I'm checking out. You can hear me checking off the <laughs> the list right now. Um, so we we did this. We did this. So the camp. Um, y- you have a camp 
Uh, all your your whole gang of outlaws is there. That's yeah. kind of your base of operations for the game. Yeah. Um, and you have a tent. Dutch has a tent, and then all all your crew has tents and stuff. So you can upgrade this camp. Yes. Um, to an extent. To an extent. There, you can put a chicken coop in there. So Pearson has more stuff. The butcher has more stuff to do. Uh, you can uh, put a horse station in there, oh. so you can access your stabled horses from the camp, which is pretty cool. Um, but you upgrade your tents and stuff. You unlock fast travel by upgrading this stuff. Um, the fast travel you go in fast travel to like four or five different areas. It's just yeah. to the. So it's not like your typical fast travel where you can go. Uh, if you if you've unlocked a place, you can just go to the map, hit X, and travel there. Yeah, there's not really fast travel in no. this game. There there is, but uh, you know, like it's kind of the train and stagecoach, yeah, that type of thing. Which you know, normally in these games, if you've discovered a location, you can click on it and fast travel to yep. it. Which I like. That's fault. That's how Fallout is. I wish they would have done that in this because the rotting. When you had to ride all the way across the map, that's yeah. that's rough, man. Now the Witcher, the way they did it, they had the street signs, you know, yeah. and you could go up to one of those and fast travel. Yeah, which I even I even like that. I did too. I even like that system. That's not too bad because these little street signs are everywhere. Yeah. In this one, there is one place in the game you can fast travel, and you cannot fast travel back to that place. Nope. If they just had a return to camp button, yeah, that would be that would be fine. But here's my here's my issue. I had the camp fully upgraded by the first part of Chapter 3. Yeah. If not the end of Chapter 2. Oh, yeah. Now we're on Chapter 6. I had the camp fully upgraded. And that's the biggest thing that you spend your money on in the game, is upgrading that camp and keeping the camp supplies for people. And it was done by Chapter 2. So I had no reason to spend money anymore. Aside from maybe getting guns. Yeah, why would you take your pelts back there to donate for the, you know, whatever yeah. if if you can't do anything else? Yeah. You, like, you, I'm not going to go spend my time hunting stuff down to do this just so, uh, uh, what's his face, uh, uh, yeah. uh, can have a, a rug in his room, you know? Yeah. Can't, uh, so, um... That's another thing. So that you get all these stolen trinkets around the way, mm-hmm. and you can take them to, uh, you can donate them to the camp, and then you can also any pelts you get, you can donate them to the butcher, yep. so he can either one use them for crafting, but the only crafting you can do is with perfect pelts, yep. and we realize that the only way to consistently do that is to lasso the bastard and stab him in the throat, which you try doing that with a grizzly bear, and uh, let, let me know how that, that goes for you. It's not good. Not good. Not good at all. Um, But, you know, brings us to another point in the game, the money. Brent has like $5,000 and nothing to spend it on. Yeah, I mean, if you want to... Like, I know Rocky's been uh, you know, uh, buying horses. I buy horses and guns and, and medicine and all kinds of just random crap. And I still have like 2000 left, you yeah. know, and nothing really to spend it on because I've already fully upgraded my camp 30 hours ago. Yeah. You know. And... I don't know. I remember one of the walkthrough or uh, kind of showing features of the game. Somebody said they spent hours in the heart, the the store. Well, you unlock all the weapons, all the weapons, and like basically all the stuff 
decently early. So then yeah. there's nothing after you've bought the weapons. There's nothing you can really do unless you want to buy outfits and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So you know, which I've bought a bunch of outfits too. I've been wasting money on that. Um, but I'll buy a whole a whole outfit just because I want one thing out of it, like yeah. a coat or a vest. Yep. Um, but you get these little stolen trinkets, so you can either take them to the camp and donate them to the camp to get funds for the camp. Which I don't know about you, but I have eight hundred dollars in camp funds. Yeah, and it's just sitting there with nothing just to do. There. Yeah. Um, or you can take it to what they call a fence, which is a you know guy who buys illegal and stolen goods. Yep. Uh, and sell it to him and get your own money instead of giving it to the camp. So. I I got nothing to spend at the camp anymore, so I'm going to take all my crap and uh, get cash for it. Yeah. You know, basically he's a pawn shop. Yeah. Um. How cool would it be if you could use that for the online? That would be cool. Like to yeah. buy if it had a bigger store where you could buy like I don't know if they're going to have it, the white buffalo, for instance. Yeah. Or, or stuff yeah. like that. So. Um. But so you know, uh, the camp. I, the customization also you upgrade something and nothing really happens to it yeah you get a couple more boxes sitting outside the tent other than that yeah, it's just a stock of shit it, yeah it's not really it's not really it, it, so what I wanted it to be like is uh, if you remember Assassin's Creed 2 oh yeah also Assassin's Creed Black Flag had the same thing it did uh, you could upgrade your uh, settlement yeah because I, I loved how it changed too you know you, on Assassin's Creed 2. You know, you yeah, you started out with this crappy, ran-down building. And then you upgraded it, and you ended up with this, like, pristine, awesome, you know, yeah. building. Yeah, that, uh, that was really cool how they did that. Uh, so, the camp, you know, it, it upgraded too quickly, and now there's nothing to use. Also, on, on the camp, note, real quick, I know, I know we're kind of running short, huh? But, on the, the camp, it bothers me... You know, because they always said if you keep camp morale high, people will donate more money, do this. Well, it really makes me mad when somebody comes up to me and was like, oh, you know, you haven't donated anything to the box lately. Well, lady, I've just put $1,000 in. Oh, and old Frank over here put 30-cent fox pelt in. Yeah, 32-cent fox pelt. Thanks, Frank. Uh, way to go. You're really contributing. I just, <laughs> I just gave $1,000 to this freaking place. Um, but they don't have that even. It's yeah. it's not. Um, but so that's kind of. I think that's kind of all our negatives on the game. Yeah. Really. Uh, and I know I know for the people for anybody just listening, but I dare any anybody to play this game and to, and to 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 come and and be like, well, we didn't have the same gripes. Because I, I I guarantee it, it may not fully agree with everything we've said you know, in this podcast. Yeah. But uh, but. For the most part, there's gonna be a lot of people that that, that had the the same gripes that I've, we've had. I've heard gripes on online about the movement speed, yep. and also that it's kind of just Grand Theft Auto Five dressed up as Red Dead. Yeah, uh, it, it, which I kind of agree with that. But um, so kind of on to some some good stuff. Uh, the graphics, oh, they're they're amazing. The graphics, the weather are actually change amazing. is insane. Yep. Yeah, the weather, the graphics, yeah, all that. Uh, I did a mission last night, and Brenton did the same mission where you go up in a hot air balloon. Yeah, and you go up into the clouds, and it's just it's crazy, man. Yep. Like the graphics, 
you know, at the beginning of the game, you see it too. You're in this deep snow. Oh, it's... And every time your horse takes a step, it makes an imprint in the snow. It does. Uh, which is great. And then the mud... Uh, I don't know if you've stopped and looked at this, Pickens, but if you step in the mud, it makes a footprint. Uh-huh. And then that footprint slowly fills up with water. <laughs> like, you know, just act- like an yeah. actual mud puddle would. Uh, and that that is really cool to me, like the graphics. Well, um, and I think how how it's crazy if you if you get in a fight with a a cougar or something, the the the, the claw marks on you. Yeah. Or and somebody will be like, oh, you got blood on you, you know. Yeah. And uh, if you fall in the mud or something, how like it's all you're over all you. dirty. Yeah. And you have to go change your clothes or yep. take a bath. Yep. You know, because I mean, when you're done. muddy, your face is uh, even in the cutscenes. Yeah. Because a lot of games. When it goes to the cutscene, you have a different gun, or you know you're all clean. Yeah. Well, that's what I love about this. You know, it's it, whatever gun you had equipped, that's what you know, that's what you have. Yeah. Uh, if you're dirty, it shows on your face. Yeah, and that you know, I I've even been where you know there were flies buzzing yep. around me and stuff. Uh, that's what's really good about this game: the attention to detail. Yeah. That they've done, just the world. That, that it's in. So uh, I wrote here, it's a d- dynamic world and it's a cowboy simulator. Yeah. So it does, that's that's what is, gr- that's what makes this game great is you go into town, there's a saloon, you can play poker, you can get your hair cut. Uh, the hair grows, uh, you know, dynamically. Yep. Uh, as, as time passes, your beard grows out. Yeah. Um, you can purchase tonic to make the beard longer. You can, uh, you know, style your hair different ways. Uh, you can go in. You can buy different horses. Uh, there's, uh, you know, uh, duels. Uh, you know, with people. You yep. can, when you're on the road, you can set up a campsite, yep. and you can even set up a tent yep. and sleep in the tent anywhere you go. You can set up that campsite. You can cook stuff on the fire. Uh, any game that you've you've uh, you know killed or fish that you've caught, you can cook that on your campfire, and that it gives really good boost to health and whatever. And you have to sleep to regain your stamina. You have or, to sleep. You have to eat. Yeah, you know, uh, I don't know if you looked at it, but there's a place it'll tell you if you're overweight or underweight. Right. Yeah, and I'm always underweight. I am too. I never I, eat. I, I hardly ever uh, uh, camp out too. I just, and that actually. Uh, that actually affects your uh, your uh, stats. Yeah. So if you're if you don't eat enough, you're underweight. You you have better stamina. You can run longer, yeah. but uh, your health isn't as good. You die quicker if yep. you get shot. Um, your horse can be underweight, overweight, yep. just right. You have to feed your horse. You have to make sure it's clean. You have to brush the horse. Yep. Make sure it's clean. Uh, you can completely customize your saddle. And everything. Uh, I will say the the customization on the guns uh, is great. pretty. Uh, the, you can do engravings. You can change the color of the metal. You can uh, uh, carve the uh, stock. Yeah. Uh, it, like carvings in the stock of any shotguns or rifles. Yeah, my rifle. I will say I put I put the gold. It, 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 it with and then, and then on the the walnut or the whatever the, the you can select different woods walnut yeah. cherry whatever and then I have a a, a big elk in my, in in my yeah uh, which is gun. awesome I mean it's it's and it's, at, when the gun is on your back you can see that yeah which yeah, makes which, it really cool so a lot um, of games you don't have that you do it but then on the cutscenes or something you don't see it and 
That's what's so impressive yeah. about this. You you see it and it it it's just that attention to detail, it, like I said. Yeah, the detail is is insane. And, and you can just ride around like, you know, I had a story the other day I was telling Pickens that stuff that happens in this game that like, okay, there's legendary animals that you can hunt down. Uh so I was tracking down a legendary fox, right? So I'm tracking down this fox. I see some fox dung that I can track it down with. Uh and then I start I start tracking it the correct way. <laughs> uh, I feel like that's a jab at me. That was a little bit of jab at you there. I start tracking it uh, the correct way. Go down there and I, I thought, oh, wait, I forgot my bow. Because I'm going to have to, you know, I'm going to have to use a bow on this bastard if I want to get a good pelt. So I go back to my horse. Well, then in the process of going back to my horse, I lose the trail <laughs> of the fox. So then I'm uh, it's this little patch of woods. I go down, and I'm trying to find this, uh, trying to regain the trail in this little patch of woods. Can't do it. Can't find it anywhere. All of a sudden, before I know it, bounty hunters have snuck up on me because I have like a $200 bounty in this area. So they come up on me. There's like 12 of them. So I'm hiding behind trees and shooting, shooting at these bounty hunters. I kill all the bounty hunters, but during the fight, uh... The, there's a ranch nearby where ranchers have noticed me shooting all these guys and think I'm attacking their camp, their ranch. <laughs> so they start shooting at me. I kill two of them, right? Well, then the ranchers kind of stop. Well, then I remember in the back of my mind, oh, wait, there's this uh, pig farm that I'm supposed to be finding, right? Uh, which I eventually found the pig farm, and it's a real, one of the more messed up missions in the game. Oh. Uh Basically, this couple drugs you, and uh, they're going to, like, they eat people, uh, and they steal your stuff. Uh, they're eventually going to eat you. Uh, anyway, I'm looking for this pig farm. So I say, like, oh, well, and it's supposed to be north of this town called Rhodes. Well, at the time, I'm north of Rhodes. So I think, oh, well, this is the, this is the camp. So I roll up in there, try to rob it, kill everybody there. It's a freaking bloodbath. And, uh... Look, I'm thinking, well, where's the stash? What's going on here? Where's the stash? <laughs> so uh, then I look over. This is supposed to be a pig farm. And I look over and I notice, oh, wait, this is a cattle farm. <laughs> uh, and for like dairy, milk, uh, cattle uh, farm. And uh, so then I'm like, oh, God, I just murdered all these people for no reason. <laughs> it's a bloodbath. There's, you know, there's women, children everywhere. Dead. Uh, because of me. Uh, so then, uh, the milk, uh, crate, uh, wagon comes back and those guys witness me that I've just <laughs> killed their whole family. So I got to kill them too. Um, and all that from trying to track down a legendary animal. That's the kind of stuff that happens in this game that makes it great. Oh yeah. Uh, the story, I wasn't, I'm not a huge fan, but I, like I say, I haven't finished it. Um, but you know, just the, the cowboy simulator, you yeah. walk into a town and it looks like an old West town with a saloon and a sheriff's office. You can get bounties and go do bounties. Uh, I will say I was hoping for more bounties. There's only five bounties in the it, game. Yeah. That's kind of, and they were fun to do. It's just, uh, I, I was hoping for more. Yeah. Know? Um, you know, there's less, NPCs in this game, non-player characters. Yeah. But uh, every one of them has a story. 
and I was hoping to see more characters from the first Red Dead. There's not a lot other than the game. I was, I was expecting gang. to see Landon Ricketts, yeah. you know. Uh, Which maybe girl, we just missed them. Maybe uh, they're in the game. McFarland, the yeah. girl. I was expecting to see her. Yeah. Uh, I, I was just expecting to see more of the characters from the, the, the first one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which maybe we will eventually. I think there's still a pretty good bit of this. We are around 60% yeah. complete uh, on the completion percentage of the game. Uh, so you got to think, you know, the story is maybe... 75% of that, uh, you know, and then the other 25% is probably, you know, uh, side missions and stuff like that. Yeah. But there are a lot of side missions. You get distracted easily, you know, yeah. trying to go from one place to the other. Um, all kinds of stranger missions, and- stranger missions. Uh, you know, you can go and rob place. You can rob stores. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can really be an outlaw. You can go, you can get a ticket on the train and then hold up the train, yep. you know, um, just really cool stuff like that, man. Uh, it really is like a, a w- old wild west simulator, even though it's the end of the age of outlaws. Yep. Uh, that's what makes the game great is just going around on your own and yep. discovering stuff and, and everything. Looks like if there was just one thing I would, I would change about the game to me would be the time the time frame i would want it to be early the early wild west days yeah i i'm kind of over the the end of the wild west you know because yeah and even if, if you're in the big city you see the change of clothes yeah uh they you know they kind of get away from the cowboy hat and it's more of a paper i call it a paper boy look yeah with the yeah. The, the, the hat but uh I, I don't want everybody to think that you know we're just hating on this game because uh, you know, we really do love this game, but there's, 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 just, there is some ch- things that, that I, I don't think it's a 10 out of 10. I don't think it is. I mean, it's close right now. It's sitting between an eight and a half and a nine to me. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just, I don't see the 10 out of 10. No. Cause uh, I mean the gra- if you now on graphics, I'd give it a 10 out of 10 easy. Yeah. Uh, but when it comes down to the story and stuff, the story kind of, kind of took it down a little bit for me. But like I said, we haven't, finished we haven't beat it. Uh, I don't know. There, there's a couple things in the story that kind of, you know, that kind of makes you like, yeah, I, I don't, you know, I don't like the way they did that, but, but we'll, we'll see. But I, I just wanted to, you know, let everybody know that we, we don't know. We we're not just sitting here hating on the game because yeah. we. It sounds yeah, like it. There's some really great aspects of it. And there's some. There's some. Eh, you know. But uh, I, I'm. I, I've had a lot of fun with this game. Anybody knows me knows I'm a big single player guy. Uh, but I will be. I will be playing the multiplayer online on this. Yeah, and um, I can't wait for the multiplayer to play like poker online. Yeah, that'd be fun. You know, like I could waste hours playing online poker against yeah. other people. Oh you yeah. Know? Uh, I think that'll be really cool. Uh, so maybe you get some experience for playing poker. I don't know. But, uh, you know, we'll see how it goes. Uh, I didn't get into Grand Theft Auto Five online very much like other people did. I tried to. I just couldn't get into it. I, I don't know. But we'll see how the online goes. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll be playing it. Uh, you know, so far, though, the single player, I love the game. I've, uh, it's completely taken over my life pretty much. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I think that's what everybody's saying. I've talked to guys I work yeah. with, you know, like, uh, man, I hope we get off a decent time. I gotta play some red dead tonight. Yeah. Know, so. Yeah. 
I mean, it, it reminds me of, of the first one a lot. You know, I had a lot of fun with it. But there's there's it's, things that, that are not quite as good as the first one. Right. And I think they tried to copy some of that to try to make bring the nostalgia back. Right. And, uh, but I, I, like I said before, I felt like they did that, but then they brought in too much Grand Theft Auto five. Yeah. There's too much Grand Theft Auto five in this game Yeah, and it needs to be a completely different thing. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I think that's about it right yeah. now. We might come back and I don't know what a good time frame to do a spoiler review would be. Unless uh, you just did it and then on, on, on the description put, Warning spoilers ahead. Yeah, you know. You know. So, because um, I don't know how much you know, long you know after we beat it, how you know because there's some stuff that came to light that like it's hard not to talk about. Yeah, you know it. Yeah. So, but we're not going to do it today. We won't do any spoilers. Just know that uh, you know if you if you have an Xbox One or a PlayStation Four, you probably already got this game. Yeah, but you know, go get it. I mean, it's it's an awesome experience. Um, but I guess uh, that's about it for this week. Um, we'll be back next week with another one. Maybe we'll try to uh, put in some conspiracy theory stuff next week. Uh, we might just start dropping in like one conspiracy theory a week. You know, yeah, that'd be a good little segment because you you can talk about it for ten fifteen minutes yeah. on, on on certain things. So, but maybe we'll do that, um, guys. Thanks for listening again. Uh, this has been another episode of the Couch Thoughts Podcast. I believe it's episode 22. Uh, so you can find us on Facebook. Just type in the Couch Thoughts Podcast. This episode's available on Podomatic, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Pretty much anywhere you find podcasts except Spotify because I can't really figure out Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, YouTube for our uh, old episodes, uh, which I need to post a couple more audio-only episodes on the YouTube just to... Uh, for an archive of, of all our old uh, episodes. Um, but guys, you can find those there uh, on Twitter at CouchThoughtPod. Uh, that's not really active very much. Best place to find us on Facebook, the Couch Thoughts Podcast. Hit us up. Let us know what you think. And uh, until next week, later. Guys.